Hey everybody, welcome back to Roosters on Olentangy River Road in glorious Columbus, Ohio, where it's still 70 degrees, the finest place oh, yeah. in the entire world, and it's also home of the 3-0 Ohio State Buckeyes who beat <laughs> the mighty Rutgers of Scarlet, <clears throat> mighty Scarlet Knights of Rutgers, easy mighty. for me to say, I just, I'm so impressed by what they did on Saturday night that I'm tripping all over myself. 49-27 <laughs> was the win for the Buckeyes against a super feisty, mm-hmm. much it. more talented oh, gosh. team than I could have ever imagined, coached by Greg Schiano. So, hey, I missed my prediction. Yeah. Um, it's blasphemy. I'm sorry. <laughs> How could you? It was a little closer in the second half, and Rutgers deserves credit, yeah. I think, for making it so. Mm. There you go. But oh, hold on. <laughs> anyway. Or uh, rewind. Call credit. <laughs> yeah. call credit. We can skip can we right give over Rutgers that. credit? Well, let's edit, let's edit that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are at Roosters. We're getting ready for Maryland on Saturday night, but we're going to talk a lot about what happened, what to make uh, of 49-27 for Ohio State to me. I don't. I still don't think that it's a big deal, but uh, we're gonna have we're gonna all of these folks decide that. Doug Worthington down there, our friend Nicole Cox from Roosters, Evan Spencer, Justin Zwick, and Mike Bennett. We're gonna have Schlegs coming in here to uh, deliver his sermon in a little bit after that. But um, guys, I mean, let's just start with the Buckeye leaves. We'll get into all the rest of that nitty gritty later. Uh, who wants to go first, Mike? I mean, I think you got to give it to Justin Fields and the receiving core again. Mm. I mean, they've shown that <clears throat> even during a game where it didn't look like people were very focused. They're still going to put up points and get yards and be un- unstoppable. Um, so, I mean, I'd have to give it to them. Yeah, I mean, it's almost to the point where when he has an incompletion, you're like, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> like, I mean, every time the ball's in there, you're like, oh, yeah, they caught it. I mean, hey, Jay-Z, 11 incompletions and 11 touchdowns in three weeks. It is like, at, and that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I thought last year with the no interceptions throughout the year, you know, the one, whatever, like that is crazy to me. But to come out and – have it the way it's going this year. I mean, the kid is on another level. I mean, I mean it's 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 awesome to watch. Yeah. If you're playing on air, you might throw. Like this is this is a target for practice. Yeah, I think. and like, you, you try to get eleven. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the Big Ten that would not be able to do that <laughs> exactly. if they were exactly. on air. No doubt about it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's a good Buckeye leaf. I I was gonna go outside the box. Uh, Justin it. Hilliard. Mm. I think uh, you know forcing a fumble. Just just. Yeah. What happened last week and how everything kind of went for him? Unfortunate, you know, guy coming back after all these years, wanting to be a part of the team, and then having that false positive, not being able to play in a Penn State game, um, showing up, you know, night game in the shoe, and you know, his name was called. He had, he had a great game, and you know, I just love to see guys who stick it out and you know don't necessarily have everything go their way while they're there. Yeah. You know, come in and fight. So I'm going with Justin Hilliard. I'm going to go back in the box. I'm giving my uh, uh, Buckeye leave to, to to Coach Hartline. Quite honestly, I mean, he gets the guys up and down, ready to go. I mean, top to bottom within that room, obviously from Chris Lave and uh, Garrett Wilson, which are the obvious ones. But I mean, we're looking at young talent still be able to compete out there and, and make plays. So, you know, kudos to him for getting getting the guys ready. And you know, it. it it, it it does start with the quarterback from an incompletion standpoint, but it does, uh, you know, you get a little bit of those meeting room conversations where it's like, hey, guys, we're really going to take seven on seven seriously today and then the next day and the next day and then, oh, by the way, we get to the game and we don't have any balls on the ground. So kudos to him and uh, obviously all the receivers. Yeah, and that completion percentage is a lot of I trust these guys. Yeah. You know, I'm throwing the ball into something maybe, but I trust my guy to go make that play. So, I mean, having so, that. And I think that exa- that perfect example of that was that throw to Olave in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Where I was yeah. sitting, yeah. I thought, <laughs> yeah. what in the world? Uh-huh. Where is that? Yeah. That's got to be an interception. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then suddenly Olave just pops up. Right. The touch is perfect. Right. I just – that's that's obviously all the hours yeah. of work. Nicole, 
Uh, who caught your eye on Saturday night? Well, I, you know, again, just so much admire. I was just so impressed, again, with Wilson and Alave. I mean, yeah. their talent and Justin Fields, too. And like you guys were saying, just the relationship and the trust they have. I mean, the way they work together, that type of a relationship, I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> it really is. It's they should just, get married. And I thought it was. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and and I, uh, I thought it was an interception for sure. And it. But it wasn't, yep. which yep. was yeah. great. And you're just like, how did he do that? Well, I mean, that's that's you just know? like reps and you know that chemistry, mm -hmm. right? I like, know. I've I've tried to hit that corner pylon so many times, and I know that you snag it right before it gets there every time. Mm -hmm. That when it's in the game, I feel comfortable doing it. Well, and they, you know, you notice too through the game, Fields he he takes his time. He wants to throw it into the end zone, but he'd rather make a safer pass to make sure it's not you know an incompletion or an interception. That's that's, and mm -hmm. he he really looks around the field and makes sure he whatever pass he's going to make, it's going to be good so I was impressed by all that again and but I wanted to pick someone different so I'm gonna go with Jeremy Ruckert I go. feel mm -hmm. like, like he it. is you know he's that prototypical tight end and athletic he is a receiving threat and he can catch the ball and he can block too mm -hmm. I mean he's huge at 6'5 yeah. and you know he's just <clears throat> great body type yeah, he's yeah. great for the team. Beautiful and body. He had those two touchdowns. <laughs> I don't know what. Touchdowns. I don't know the celebration though. Is that the ice, <laughs> ice in the veins? Yeah. Well, I didn't really. I don't really understand that as a tight end. I guess <laughs> ice in my veins. The guy threw it to me. I caught it. Like, <laughs> get one, get one chance a game. So exactly. what, yeah, I, I, I guess. Even yeah. I know. Let him live. Let him live. Jason. Well, I just don't understand the use of it. I guess there's more of it. I don't know. Anyhow. Well, okay. Well, Nicole, grade, grade the celebration for Rucker. Do you like the ice in the yeah. veins? Like, yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I think ten, he was excited. I'm, never, yeah. I'm not going to judge. you got to touch yeah, exactly. down. Whatever you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. I love when tight ends catch yeah, right. the ball. Don't, and yeah. right. Nobody on this table likes when a tight end catches the ball I more did, than I do. I did get a couple texts from people That's that were true. older than me <laughs> yeah. on Saturday night. Like, what is Rucker's celebration? I don't get it. I'm like, hey, I mean, you know, D'Angelo Russell. Well, yeah. I mean, you think of that. You think of basketball players when I see – the ice in the vein. But Nicole, and Nicole was talking about that too last week with with uh, Farrell and Ruckert blocking in the you know how important they are. The, the tight ends aren't always going to catch a ton of footballs, but they had six of them against Penn State. The two touchdowns for Ruckert. Uh, you look at him in the red in the red zone. I mean, mm -hmm. not that uh, not that Justin Fields needs more yeah. threats down there, but, but yeah. that tight certainly are huge helps. in the red yeah. zone. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, get those tight I mean, just that one that play that he scored on. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah. There's blitz. He replaces. Boom. You know. I mean, it was, it was yeah. beautiful. It's awesome to probably. see how much they're counted in just a progression. You know, mm -hmm. with within the offense, within you know what what they're doing and attacking defenses with. Because so much of <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at least my past and others sitting at the table, right? It's you know they weren't too much involved in the yeah, passing please game. Please throw it um, to them. You know I got a couple of friends that can speak to that, but <laughs> Stoney's uh, not here today. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. But not, nonetheless, it's it's exciting to see them out there making plays and that we got athletes that mm -hmm. can you know make. Well, think about a defense, man. We got all these guys on the outside. Right, we got right. a slot exactly. receiver. Exactly. Shoot, we got to cover that tight end too. I mean, like, <laughs> right. how do you do it? Yeah. Well, awesome. Hey, we're just, we're just kind of tagging along with all that when it comes down to just some randomness. I want to give uh, a, a buck I leave to uh, Demario McCall. You know mm, I mean? It's one of those like things it. where I, I haven't heard of him. You know, I was acting expecting him in the beginning of the season a little bit more. Changed his name number from thirty to three, um, and he got out there and he, he had a couple of exciting plays. Um, still didn't get a lot, but just the fact of you know me, you know, all of us 
playing at Ohio State and, and, and understanding that, you know, there's a lot of talent and sometimes you get washed in the process. You know, he got out there. He played well. He made a couple blocks. He got to the edge. He grabbed the pass. He got a first down. Um, I want to give some kudos to that kid. Uh, hopefully get some more touches. And it was just good to see him out there. I give him give him a buck out leave. Kudos for the number change. What a much better number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30. Drop the zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we've talked about DeMario a lot of times. And you look, if, if you're trying to find more from the rushing attack, I still don't necessarily know that – you're going to run in between the tackles mm -hmm. a lot, but uh, he comes. You're little, Ohio State was looking for a different sort like of change of pace kind yeah. of guy, pace, right? Yeah, gets you 12 yards on the ground, and mm -hmm. they throw it to him. Right. And he gets, I think it was 27 yards. Yeah, you can go that. line up in that little slot, and you know he can do multiple things. Right, now, just got to hold on to the ball after you is, get it. Right, it is still a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure when you send him back there <laughs> on special teams, but it can be. You know, Evan, you've talked about him with yeah. me a number of times. 100%. About how much you like about his yeah. athleticism. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, the athleticism and also the experience, right? Like, he's right. going to come out there and, you know, we need depth now at running back because of what happened in the third quarter with Sermon. So, at the end of the day, to come in and just have that, you know, um, you know, uh, Penn State game from a few years to pull on mm -hmm. and just be able to uh, act with live bullets out there, right, you know, it makes us feel comfortable with him. Um, you know, and him being able to do some things at receiver and slot is also really comfortable, too. But... You know, he, he's an athlete out there that's looking for space and an opportunity. opportunity and, you know, you yeah. got to get the balls uh, in, in those guys' hands when you can. Well, I won't give myself a Buckeye leaf for that uh, great prediction last <laughs> week. But, um, you know, if Greg Schiano was, was still on that other side, you'd give him, you know, a lot of credit for <clears throat> the, oh, the yeah. trick plays and the, mm -hmm. the buy-in that his team seems to have, the way mm -hmm. he's fighting for them. Now, I didn't appreciate the way that he was extending a game that was already over, so I had to stay in the horseshoe a lot longer than I anticipated. <laughs> also didn't appreciate him ruining Nicole's prediction, but we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, when people are talking about this, we'll get into it with Schlegs later on, the, the second half with the defense. This is the third half already in three games where Ohio State and the Silver Bullets have gone without allowing a touchdown. That was the first half in this game. It was, you know, the third and fourth quarters against Nebraska and most of that second quarter in the first half against Penn State. A lot of that, for me, is coming from Pete Warner, Tough Borland, yep. Baron Browning, and then Justin Hilliard mm -hmm. that you mentioned, Jay-Z. Those linebackers are playing at such a high level. And if you're looking yep. for a big difference between that 2018 defense uh, that Greg Schiano led, which was the worst statistical group in Ohio State history, and now it's how far those same linebackers have come. Pete Warner is playing at an extremely high level. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the country. I agree. Um, so I would give it. I'd give it to the linebackers yeah, and Al Washington and maybe specifically Pete Warner. I just think he needs a little more credit. Speaking of that prediction, though, Nicole, mm -mm. somebody somebody noticed the score in the second <laughs> half and got a little excited. Got excited. <laughs> it, wasn't my, and it, wasn't, it wasn't my prediction <laughs> that was right because that was long gone in the first half. But Nicole's was looking like – and she was ready. Like, we're, it's Monday. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> Fifteen points are on the board. And it looked like it might finish there. I know. Somebody jumped the gun. I don't know who it was. I know. Well, it was me. Oh. I, was, I just got really excited because 15, you know, that's a, an odd score yeah. to, mm -hmm. for them to get. But, I I mean, it happened, guys. I told <laughs> it you. It was there. It, you know, with all those trick plays and everything, yeah. it went right along lines with Rutgers yeah. and how they play. So, but I think for the upcoming game, you know, just with Maryland and mm -hmm. that, yes, their game on Saturday versus Penn State. I mean, they put a they lot put of points on the board. They and they did the same with Minnesota. They let Minnesota score a lot too, though. But um, I think that they are going to come ready to play. Mm -hmm. But I still think our defense is solid, and they're not going to be able to put as many points on the board. So my prediction is mm -hmm. I had to write go. it down 48 
uh, Buckeyes 21. 48 21. And the spread is 20. 27. 27, okay. I think I saw today. So. You got it right on the number right now. Gosh. Needed, might need some movement to win that Jeez. bet so that you can turn that w turn the winnings into some <laughs> corn dogs. <laughs> some math here, guys. Yeah, some two dollar corn dogs. Tuesday, two dollar corn dogs. I'm waiting for my opportunity to smash these corn dogs. Well, there I, you go. I think we've got to. I mean, we we're taste testing so that people can come in. Oh yeah. On yes. Tuesday to take advantage of that deal at Roosters. Um, plenty of time. Back and cheese bites. Three thirty kickoff, Nicole, for people that want to come in and eat, pick up. Watch yes. the game here or come back and celebrate what could be another Buckeyes win Absolutely. later on. Absolutely. Thank you be. to all the guests. It's been it's been awesome. It's been awesome. awesome having the football season this year and just seeing all the fans coming in or just getting carry out, which we did, our family did. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it's we're just so appreciative. It just Buckeye Nation, it just feels good. It feels good that there's a season. So we're 100%. excited. It does. Yeah. Ohio State football and Roosters, you can't get ask for any more than that. Except maybe Letterman, Letterman Live on Monday when we get to come in and enjoy all of it together. Yes, We're going to cut Nicole loose and let her tap out and bring in a linebacker to replace her. Thanks for having me. No, a, lot for more, a lot more Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters coming your way. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. We've subbed out Nicole Cox and brought in Anthony Schlegel to bring the juice. Did you have a Buckeye leave you wanted to throw out? What you got? Maybe five or six other thoughts. Well, you recap recap of the game? Is that you what you're got, asking you for? A recap? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 my, my, I'll, Coach Hartline. My I'll melt your faces off. I'm ready. I think <laughs> you recap. You know, it's one of those deals where, you know, you got, you got a guy like Austin over here, A-Ward Sports, follow him on the Twitter machine. Uh you know, where, it, oh, this is a spring football game, right? And what did Greg Shano do? He went out and... He turned it into a spring football game with a bunch of trick plays. Okay, timeout, timeout. Okay, cause that's because you never played. And so, all right, I'll, I'll get there as you digress me into something completely different. But you know what? You have an opportunity to go stop him, right? So let's just go through that, right? So you're on kickoff. Why would he do that? I, I love the fact that he did it because you you're outmatched. You want to get your guys going, give them an opportunity, first play of the game, boom, Tennessee Miracle, whatever it's called, Miracle City Miracle, I don't forget what it's called. Music City. City Miracle. Music yeah. City. He throws it back. But why? Ohio State brings in their, their kickoff return team. You think they're just going to kick it out of the end zone, they're going to do a touchback because you get the ball at 25, somebody loses contain. That's somebody's responsibility, mm -hmm. right? That's called coaching. And then you go and execute in your coaching. So I don't know who's at fault there. I'm going to blame it on the player because I know for a fact they always talk about be outside the, the furthest the guy, right, the widest guy. That's somebody's responsibility on that right side. Didn't do it. Then you have the throwback on the punt. They got taken to the house. Somebody's responsibility is that, right? It's, the gunner's probably going to the ball, but it's probably going to be the wing. Yep. If I'm remembering correctly, the wing on that side has that guy. Have some vision, okay? That's on coaching and the player. I'm going to say poor execution by the player. Then you have the tackle throwback, mm. okay? So we, we know the game of football. I don't think in college football you have to be eligible because he wasn't. there wasn't a tight end there. He also wasn't covered up. Mm. That's somebody's responsibility, and they should know that. That's our coaching and communication. We're like, hey, all right, that guy's covered up by that furthest guy. Well, hey, that means he's eligible. Somebody's got to have him, and they did it. So here's the thing about this game. What, what, Greg, what Greg Ciano did was he went into halftime. You just got the break speed off you. 
by a superior team in Ohio State, 35-3. to Go win the f- thir- third quarter. Yep. Keep chopping. That's good. Right? Then he's going to go in. Go win the fourth quarter. And they did. They did. Oh, Rutger beat Ohio State in the fourth quarter. Small victory, but it goes a long way when you're trying to build the culture and you're trying to get your guys like, listen, if you just keep doing what you're doing, they have to play at their maximum potential to beat you. If you do some of these things, you can compete. That's what he's trying to do there. So kudos to him. First half, they played really good. All right, second half, not so much. My biggest thing on the second half was low juice. They, they didn't want to bring the juice out. They went back to the old days where, hey, I could just toss out the silver bullet helmet and say Ohio State's here and you're going to roll over. Right. And it, we're, you know what? We're going to go out here and get one or two series in. This is going to be on the young guys. No, it's up to you to go make them do that. Yeah. By beating their face in. So they didn't do that. Nine penalties. There seemed a lot a lot of times in the first half where we got behind the sticks, but we were able to make it up because we have elite athletes compared to Rucker. That doesn't work when you play a Clemson or an Alabama. It just doesn't. doesn't. So you can't have nine penalties, three of which are on Harry Miller, on holding, oh, on Harry. first down, and I like him. But, like, you can't do that, right? You can't have those penalties. So here's the thing. You win by 22. There's a lot of things to coach up. You have not arrived yet. Right. You're not where we need to be, but we're only done with week three. Now we get Maryland, who just got done beating the brakes off oh, of Penn, Penn State. State. Better get your mind right. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. There's my recap, and I would say tough Borland because he, he they, they came out and said he was the defensive player of the game. He was the special teams player of the game. He had the only sack of the game, which was a problem because a problem. where is the where is the pass rush versus the Rucker? Right, yeah, right? So right. tough Borland only got to get a sack. That's crazy. Okay, so I'll, I'll give it to tough. Love it. All right, there okay. you go. So all those things. Do you need all that juice? You okay? That was juicy. <laughs> that was juicy. Yeah. That's, that's what I was hoping for. Well, you and, got it. And it and it sets the scene for the question. So okay, go. for me, for all you guys, I tend to focus more on 35-3. to three. Yeah. I know sure. the other excuses that can be made for, you know, it's night. You guys want to go do other things. You dominated the right. game. It's a weird week of practice. <clears throat> it's at night. You want to do other things. Like, who are well, you talking know, to? Well, back in the day, you wanted <laughs> yeah. to do certain things. Back in the day. <laughs> so in you today's already, world, you're not doing I, anything out of that game. I, okay, did you guys I, during I the game, time out, did you guys during the game, did you think about what you were doing after the game? Sometimes. Like, like when we were oh, playing? No, 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 no. While we were playing? Yeah, I mean, you're in the game. If it's 35 3 at halftime, if it's 35 3 at halftime, it happened. There you were, know. There were teams where it happened. State. If I'm playing the Mexico State, so, yeah, yeah, it's my senior year. My boy's from Buffalo. I'm thinking, like, you know what? Oh, man, I'm going to Major Woody's tonight. I'm going to go to. Wait a minute. You do a little bit. And then you got to think about, like you said, that last week of practice, the elections and things of that nature. Kudos to Rutgers, man. They did a, a hell of a job. But those guys with nobody in the stadium, they were ready to go. Um, you got to appreciate it. They're, they're, they're 17, 18, 19-year-old kids that, you know, again, they're, they're, they're not in the same environment. But, you know, again, they should have put it down a little bit better. But as a coach, you probably enjoy the fact that you had that 35-3, to three, and then now you get to go watch the film on some horrible stuff. Right. Like, you know when it comes down to to Monday, like, they're not going to watch that first half. It's like, no, let's look at the second half. Let's see what you did bad so we can really put some X's and O's out there and start chewing into somebody's butt so we can be more serious about, like you said, a Maryland who came and put it on Penn State. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of disagree with that just because I don't think that first half, I might be crazy, but I didn't feel great about that first half. Like Schlegel talked about, there was penalties. We were behind the chains where we just had better players and they made plays to pick up the first downs. But in a scenario where we're playing Alabama and we're like, that, is that is that going to be so easy to pick up? Like 35 to 3, yeah, it's, it looked great. But I was just like, man, you're not. Yeah. They, they were playing in the second half and his buddies of mine, like, man, we've got to get them out. I said, it looks like they need more live reps. Yeah. It, it looks and like they need something. They, you know, they and, and I think that is. Boy. So I, I think they'll look at that first half. 
I mean, I think Harry had his three holding calls in that first half, you know, maybe two on one drive, almost back-to-back. I mean, I think they will look at those things and say, we got to clean this up because next week against Maryland, who might score some points, or, you know, down the road against Alabama, we can't be playing like this. You know, we can't play down to the level of these guys. we got to mow them over. And we didn't do that, even though it was 35-3. to We're nitpicking. But it just didn't feel as clean as it has in the past when we have a Rutgers or somebody that – we're supposed to beat 50 to nothing. Well, one thing that I can mention about the, the first half was the fact that it almost seemed like we were trying to come out and run the football and make that be what we were going to open mm. up the passing game with. And then it wasn't as Doesn't successful work, yeah. as we liked it to be, and we realized we're the best passing team in the country yeah. so that we can pick up on second and 22 or, yeah. you know, second and 18. And Ryan likes to do that. He did a he lot does. last year. Yeah. You know, he came out running the ball. He wants to prove that we can do that, and mm-hmm. it's just not – up to up to where it was, and now J.K. Dobbins is not here, so that's yeah. a big big yeah. reason why. I'll tell you this: these are delightful little corn dogs. <laughs> As a matter of fact, tomorrow is uh, Appetizer Tuesday. Yes, and they're like, the two dollar appetizer $2, tomorrow. Yeah, Somebody I, might no. be replacing their mac and cheese bites. I think mm. uh, Mike's going to town. Uh, no, oh. but that being said, they're quite delightful. Mike. If only there was like ketchup. Oh, I love mini corn dogs. I haven't had them in years. You know what? I would say, I would say this: everybody talks about the concern of the running game. They'd rush for 200 yards. Yeah. It's against Rucker. But it's going to look different. And I think every year is going to look a little different. When you have a running back in JK or you have a running back in Zeke, like they can do that. They have that other gear. They are able to put the foot in the ground and get yeah. vertical. They're able to run through some tackles. Are our guys a JK Dobbins? No, I think through the combination of all of them, we have an assemblance of a running game. Right. Now, you also see Master Teague, I think, catch three or four balls for like almost 40 yards out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. That's also a style of running game because if the if the, if the the defense wants to stay back and try to keep everything in front of you, those intermediate checkdowns and passing routes are going to be there, yep. which just serves to go pick up five yards. If you trust your guys to execute, that's just like having a run, mm-hmm. right? So then you go run the ball because he scored a touchdown on it in the red zone. There's your running game. So – Still, you still rush for 200 yards, but you have to look at what it is that you do at an elite level. We have wide receivers and the best throwing quarterback in the country. That's what we got. So, so some of our, what we do offensively is going to change year to year. You didn't want to see 2018 offense with the 2019 Justin Fields and J.K., it would be underselling J.K. and everything that he could do. Well said. But now we don't necessarily have that, so you look at your pieces, yeah. and you're like, man, Alave. Wilson, the tight ends, are running back stable. Okay, and then pinnacle, Justin Fields. All right, how do I maximize his skill set to the best of our ability to go win football games? Well, he puts us in that best situation, so we're just going to plan accordingly. But when you get behind the sticks, that's when the running game kind of goes out the window because you're not going to run it, right? So if you go get that, you know, seven-yard out, well, now I'm probably going to run, but you don't know what I'm going to do. I can do anything in my playbook. Exactly. But as soon as it becomes second and 20, second and 15, 70% of your playbook's out because you now you got to go pick up five or seven yards to make it third and medium or third and short. Yeah. It's different. It looks different. Okay. So, so many people don't understand that second and seven is a win, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. want to play from second and seven because I can run anything in my playbook. Right. Mike, you're in. I was going to say, you're these delightful. guys have hit on it now. Uh, <laughs> the running back stuff. That was the only thing that I came away with that that's a problem. Like, you know, I, I've been saying it the whole year that I think that, you know, we'll be okay with the running backs. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. 
Um, I expected them to have a bigger game against Rutgers. Uh, and mm-hmm. you saw the offensive line was dominating their defensive line. But if somebody smacked the running back in the thigh, they went down. Mm. And I think that's a real problem, especially when you got big backs. Like these guys aren't, you know, your buck 80 running back. These are mm-hmm. solid running backs. And, you know, we got Master Teague who – uh, so far, I've not seen him be able to move laterally. So you need to right. be able to break tackles consistently. And I would have hoped to see that against Rutgers, and I didn't. And that was in the first half when, yeah. like mm-hmm. Schlegs was saying, okay, screw it. You stop us running, then we'll just go light you up in the passing game. That's all well and good. Eventually, we're going to need that running yeah. game. And if you can't establish that on a Saturday night at Ohio State against an inferior team, you know, I don't know what mm-hmm. to tell you. This is the first quarter, and you're not able to run it against yeah. Rutgers. So that made me nervous. Um, they're going to have to figure that out. Master Teague and Trey Sermon are going to have to figure it out. I was excited to see Steel Chambers came in. Fumbled on the first play. I know. So, he, you know, that's the, if you want to lose a job as a running back, that's how <laughs> he, you do it. And, he, <laughs> and they gave him another chance when Trey Sermon tapped out uh, or went out, sorry, with that injury in the fourth quarter right after he had had 64 yards on that drive, yep. a catch and a couple runs. He was, and that was like, he okay. He looked pretty good. good. That, yeah, that was great. like, yeah, the, that's that's the Trey best Sermon run that, he had. Yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, I've been telling Jay-Z was coming. Oh, yeah. like why I've been, and then he's out. Put Steel Chambers in. It's a red zone. It's a chance to maybe get Rutgers to finally stop, uh, you know, pulling out trick plays with a touchdown. Fumble. You give it yep. up. and you it, That's twice. And the reason that DeMario McCall has not been a large say, He better talk to him. Is because, <laughs> he'll tell you this yeah. is what happens. Mm-hmm. Steel Chambers, you know, I understand that that's been an issue in the practice field as well. So why didn't you see him at Penn State? Ohio State wasn't sure if you'd be holding on to the football. Then you go do it in a game. That's a mm. problem. I don't know, you know, what the solution is if Trey Sermon is hurt. Maybe – Maybe it'll be in for a look for <laughs> Mario to make up for it, That's the solution is until a team and – Some oily footballs yeah. at practice. It did, that's what the solution it did, is. Man. Until a team <laughs> forces Poor dog you. went down the wrong hole. My guys. Until a team forces you, like they can actually prove that they can shut yeah. down the whole receiving core. Yeah, right. I don't think we're going to focus on the running backs that much. We're gonna, And mm-hmm. when it gets time where we have to run the ball, I think you'll see jet sweeps. I think you'll see – um, quarterback option. I don't think you'll just see that traditional power. God, I, well, I think I think that's I think that's, <laughs> we've seen I think that's one area downhill, man. I, I, well, I think I it's one area to. that we haven't had in the run game is man, we haven't really seen Justin Fields pull the ball and run. So that that's God, something that's well, right. I, I, yeah, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But that spreads that defense out a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you know this quarterback and you've seen him on film this year doing it. They're going to keep an eye on him going this way while the ball is going that way. So right. I, I think that might be part of the run game where they're saying, we don't really need it right now. We don't want him taking these hits. We don't want this. But as as we get on into December, maybe that's something that we see, all right, he starts pulling it and getting out the backside. Or, and I think <clears throat> Rutgers knew that. You, you, whenever whenever Master T, like uh, the zone read look, you knew that Justin Fields was going to give it. Mm-hmm. And so did Greg Schiano. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to put Justin Fields at risk against Rutgers. Yeah. And that makes it harder. Like if you just have, if you don't have to defend honestly on the backside with what Justin Fields can do, that's going to help a defense. I just, yep. you look at the touchdown he scored, Lake, You brought it up. It was easy money. Like they they sold out. Flow going the other way. Fields keeps. He's gone. Yeah. And you're not going to catch him. I, I think that that's it's like we're back to the uh, Haskin days where he just well, there's no chance he's running out the backside. Well, here, here's the beauty. <laughs> here's the beauty. Yeah. Well, we saw this actually play out in the NFL this week. Justin yeah. Fields can run the football, and he can pass the football. Seattle goes to Buffalo. They had a great plan to stop Josh Allen in the running game. Guess what Buffalo didn't do? Run the football. Run the ball. Yeah. Wait, we had a great plan. We planned for it all week, but they just didn't do it. And they said, you know what? We feel more confident in our quarterback's ability to throw the ball and beat you because that's the weakness of your defense is a secondary, and you, you are the lowest in the league in the sacks. 
So that's, that's what we're going to do. Like, but you're good. You're decent against the run. So we're just not going to run the football. And so then I, I, don't, I, don't still, I still don't think that we've seen what our entire offense looks like because they're, they're trying to figure this out. Remember, we didn't have spring ball. Mm-hmm. We did, We had. I mean, they had camp, but it was abbreviated because they didn't have all the contact practice that you need. And excuse me, Ryan Day said that they had limited tackling drills. So the flow of being able to block and an inside drill and run, all that stuff really isn't there. And started. I think it will start coming together. But if you look at the carries, Master T got twelve for sixty something. Trey Sermon had twelve for some. You know, sixty something. Yep. All right. So and then you had um, Steel Chambers four for forty eight. Right, you had all these guys like who wants to be the guy? Well, maybe they're all the guy. Right. And it's gonna be situational. We see that in the NFL. You're gonna have your power right. back, you're gonna have yeah. your back that comes out of the backfield on third down. You got mm-hmm. a guy that goes in there yep. and protects and can do some things in the pass in the in the passing game. Like that's what it is, and everybody's fine with that. You don't necessarily have to have that bell cow, right? We just saw this in the Notre Dame game. ETN, ACC all-time leading rusher, had 34 yards yeah. versus wow. Notre Dame. Wow. 34. And wow. they still scored 40 points. Right. right, they came yeah. back and it was forty to forty-seven. Did he need them? No, because DJ Ungalele, you know, <laughs> that's pretty, that, that was actually yeah, really good. Yeah. 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 Well, from the morning juice this morning, yeah. I just call him DJ. You know, but that being said, he's still I think for three eighty or four hundred some yards, right? And they were still there and they had to battle their way back. So again, everybody pumped the brakes on what it looks like. The the biggest thing is I think. We're in a good position yes, we are. where yeah. we have so much stuff on film that coaches can go back and keep hammering the guys at what makes Ohio State an elite. It's the fundamentals. It's execution. It's no penalties. It's field position and turnovers. That's what ultimately wins the game versus great competition when everything is equal. So we got to keep hammering that. I think, the, I think the other part that like, you know, has me putting such little stock in what happened in the second half Saturday night is, is – this year is weird. You've seen uh, Notre Dame. Uh, weird. Yeah, it's understatement of the year. But I mean, you think you, you have you seen who's at the top of the Big Ten right now? Well, I'm gonna get okay, there. Okay, get there, like, get there. I'm just but saying, it's, it's not crazy. just Bloomington. It's not just that Penn State is 0 3 that you can show up and lose to anybody. It's not just uh, that Ohio State's rival is 1 and 2, uh, and looking like they could only win three games yeah. for the entire year. But like, okay, now everybody wants to anoint Notre Dame as a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. they won 12 to 7 against yeah. Louisville. Did did people think that? You know that was an indictment. Do we compare that program. to a Rutgers situation, though? What well, I mean, do they, how seriously That's does Notre Dame I think take Rutgers Louisville? is probably worse. a better team than Louisville. I don't know anything yeah. about Louisville. Yeah, so I don't either. Bro. Why the hell would Notre and, Dame care about Louisville? And so Clemson, care about Clemson struggles against Boston College. That that wasn't a one week thing. So maybe that there was something to that. Um, he was they, four and two. Got really good coaching. Well, Great coaching. I, yeah, I give a ton of credit to Jeff Halfley. But I'm, the point is, and then Alabama gives up forty eight points to Ole Miss. Like, it is hard to win college football games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, so the best yeah, part is know. we're three and zero going into week four. You know, yeah, I tell totally. You. So, and, and and reps are important, right? Right. Yeah. Like you know, there's so much about football that actually you got to go out there and do it, right? You got to go out there, like in a different world. We were talking about this before. You got to go out there. You got to fail. You got to see it on film, and mm-hmm. you got to yeah. get your ass chewed by your coach and go do it different next time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's just what it is. I also want to point out, Doug. Did you have something to say? I mean, yeah, I could always say something. What I was, what I was <laughs> okay. going to say is that we need to be one happy that the fact that we got a Justin Fields yeah. and that that, that wide receiver yeah, core. So it's one of yeah, it's like one yeah. of those things where the, the running yeah. the running game ain't hitting like on, on all cylinders like our Eddie George, like our Beanie Wells, and things of that nature. Yeah. But guess what? We have some elite wide receivers that have had like two to three, four, three games in a row of you know two touchdowns, a hundred yard receiving. Just crazy stats that never happened before. Craziness. So somebody's gonna have to take a little bit of the spill of that, and it's the 
running game. The running game is known for knocking it down and, and, and opening holes and getting 100 and some yards, a couple hundred yard backs. It's a little bit different. I appreciate it. And, you know, as, as, a, as a defense lineman, you do want more running because that, that clock keeps going. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's fun to watch. It's fun to see what Justin Fields and the, and the stats that he's putting up. So I'm all, I'm all for it. Yes. I'd, I'd like to say all I'm right. actually kind of thankful that this happened with Rutgers because we saw yeah. just about every trick play you can come up, right. come up yeah. with. Right. Right. So they're going to work on that now. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, you, you know when it comes down to crunch time that even in these big games, you're probably going to see a trick play. Mm-hmm. If it's 40 to 40, you know, in the, in the national championship, Clemson's not above running a trick play. No. The only thing we didn't see was a flea flicker right. or a Statue right. of Liberty. So, mm-hmm. I, you know. <laughs> it, I, a, I thought they might be trying when they had that <laughs> final fumble. If they had, more, <laughs> if they had another quarter, I'm sure we would have seen yeah, it. But for sure. I think it was great that we saw – screw these. Love it. I think it was great that we saw um, all those trick plays. I think it was great that the guys were tested for four yeah. quarters and, like you guys said, had an opportunity to put some – Genuinely bad stuff on film, mostly mental mistakes, yep. and hopefully, you know, that can be that game where it's like, all right, guys, good, you did it, you, you know, you slacked off, we didn't get bit by it. Now let's go lock in for the rest of the season and go about it because, I mean, you don't get too many opportunities to get punched in the mouth when you're playing inferior opponents. So <clears throat> I personally like when Ohio State gets punched in the mouth. Yeah, that's good. Especially early in the season. I, for our national championship run, yeah. I don't know if we would have done what we did without losing to Virginia. Oh, there's no I, way. I agree, there's I agree no with way. you. I don't. So there's no way. early in the season, what, I like to see that. But what about you know a dogfight with Indiana in November? I think people forget it wasn't this nonstop ride for you. We struggled with Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think it makes you tougher. I think it yeah. builds grit. You, it highlights more problems that you can fix throughout yep. mm-hmm. the season. If you're if I honestly think if we had just skated and beat everybody seventy six to zero, we would not be in a position right. to win the national championship. hundred percent like I know the exact drill that they're doing on kickoff coverage and no, on I'm punt sure, team yeah. to go yeah. handle those two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like just thinking about that, like that's gonna be burned into those guys' brains. And again it comes back to reps. Like think about them maybe not having those many times on punt to go say, hey you got that <laughs> guy, that guy and then you're the wing and the same thing on the other side and you also have contained response Responsibilities while doing that, right? And just going through and walking through these responsibilities with these guys is going to help across the board. Mm-hmm. But then you put it on film in, you know, in, in the shoe or whatever, and then it's like, oh crap! Okay, what happens thank when they God don't it was follow. Rutgers, yeah, right? Exactly. Because you know we got out leveraged. Mm-hmm. Football's a game of leverage, and they started out play one by out leveraging us, right? Like so, let's start with the fundamentals, and we build from there. Pace, pace, and angles, yeah. alignment, assignment, alerts, and adjustment are in every single play, yeah. and that's where that's where you get to go back, right? I couldn't even write those down. Right. Alignment, assignment, alerts, and adjustment. Well, fast. they're burned into my mind because well, that's the yeah, game of football, yeah. Yeah. right? And, and that's the beauty of this. And I 100% know for a fact where we were at the beginning of that year with the, the trials. And, first off, you can't replicate the feeling of you on those plays, mm-hmm. right? You, I mean, because you're going to go into a period and you're working on them, but it's knowing that they're there and that they could happen under the lights. Mm-hmm. Different ball game than at practice. Yeah. But I definitely know in 2014 where we were after Braxton got hurt through the first game, then the Vautech loss, and then everything that the guys did for the remainder of the year. People forget it's winning it's going to, winning the Big Ten, going to the college football playoff, and playing in a national championship. Yep. Like that's what matters. It, is. it doesn't matter how you get there. Nobody goes back and says, remember that time? Remember that awesome. play? Right? That's because he's from Wyoming and he has nothing better to do. But 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 we know like I just did it. But that, that's what that's what made you guys great that year, right? So yeah. you were able to handle that yeah. and then 
and take that into the last three games because you guys knew once you got there, I knew from the jump during that Wisconsin game it was going to be a yeah, butt whooping. Yeah. I knew it was going to be on like Don Kong. And then when they walked out, Alabama walked out, and I looked at them I'm like, man, these are big but really stiff dudes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we got this. And then I saw the Nassau that is Oregon mm-hmm. because they didn't squat back then. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, man, this, this is over. Yeah. Get your mind right. That one looked like a high school team that we yeah. were playing there. Yes, it's all bad thing. All right, bad, let's, bad let's, deal. Let's get our mind right. Let's start talking about Maryland. Give me uh, Maryland. Your crab cakes and football. Your number one. <laughs> That's what they do. If you have a concern, send them my way for I the Buckeyes and what score you are projecting from this huge, huge matchup with Maryland. I self scouted, and I'm not going to be so critical of uh, who I think the worst hire in Big Ten history was on the other sideline this week. Uh, hey, you can't be saying that, man. They're supposed to be buying 20 striker machines from me, man. Like, like let's pump them up uh, a little okay. bit, man. I will. Get these sales. Hey, I'll yeah, say that right. Mike Loxley <laughs> has already proved me wrong. He was extremely impressive against Penn State on Saturday. Good. So you can't take anything for granted, mm-hmm. and I did that last week. It's on me. I, I messed Owning up with it. Rutgers. My biggest thing it. that I'm worried about with Maryland is what I think happened to Penn State. Uh. They're still named Maryland, but yeah. they are not the same team they have mm-hmm. been the last couple of years. That's good. I don't think they're this great team. But they have a better passing attack. I think our defense, our offense is going to put up a stupid amount of points on them. Right. But I think they have the ability to score. And if if we come out with any of that same energy we came out with Rutgers in the second half because they're called Maryland, right. then it's going to be a fight for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when you know, once the momentum's in their favor, Ohio State's going to out-athlete them. <coughs> but mm-hmm. the last thing we want to see is two back-to-back weeks of Ohio State not taking an opponent seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think Maryland has a real opportunity to score or a real ability to score some points. And our defense, personally, I mean, they haven't been stellar. They just yeah. haven't been. And, and they haven't had to be. They won't have to be right. going forward. They're going to have to do enough. But I, as a fan and as a right. former player and a former defender, right. it makes you sick to see a defense that, in my mind, I always expect Ohio State's defense to be top in the country. Mm-hmm. When I was there, I wanted to go down as Ohio State's best defense in history. Didn't happen. Whatever. But that should be, in my mind, what every defender's goal is. Yep. And, you know, you can't let these games with Maryland's and Rutgers jack up the score. Yeah, so I, I'm, I think that Maryland's going to score more than we would hope. But how many? Um, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to start doing my predictions before okay. Nicole so that I should, <laughs> so you're not piggybacking off of her. Yeah, she's good at it's it. It's a heck so. of a prediction. Yeah. So what did she say? What did she, she say? 48-21. That's a good score. It's a strong a score. score. Yeah. I, I could see them scoring 21 just for the sake of being different. I'm going to say 17. There you go. Um, okay. I think two touchdowns is reasonable, mm-hmm. and especially if we come out with that same – get me out of here attitude as last week, they will easily, easily score two touchdowns. They're definitely looking at some trick plays. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Maryland's going to throw some of those, maybe three of the five. So, I mean, I'll say 21. I'll say Ohio State 50. What's the number divisible by seven? 56. 56. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Boom. I, I, I like they're the, not kicking field goals. You got it. Right I like yeah. I like QB3. Uh, Tua Viola. Um, he's a he's a small. We have a lot of problems with those good uh, running quarterbacks. Um, he gets the ball out of his hand very very fast. So when it comes down to that defensive line that didn't get no pressure last week, um, when it comes down to the defensive backs who are not that intimidating, you know, I, I looked at Sean Wade. Man, he's, he's really gritty. He's really hard. He came off some good blitzes, but you know, he hasn't been that player that we uh, hoped that he he was. Um, Rakeem Jerry. Garrett was a guy uh, against Penn State. I had two shallow crosses and took them both to the house. So to see that matchup and to see, you know, if we can 
get them down, if we can get them contained, um, it's going to be fun to watch. I think Farr's prediction is going to be a little bit more lopsided. I think I think that second half of that Rutgers game is going to make sure that we, we know that we need to play the full game just in case anything may happen. Um, I'm going to go – let's go 10 to – 64 mm-hmm. or something like this. Some crazy. 64 to 10. I'm just gonna go something crazy. Just I was gonna because. Go with, oh, yeah, I was gonna go with the big, the big number for Ohio. State yeah, too, so I, I like. I just feel like uh, you know, they will get a couple passes off. I feel like the defensive line is gonna reemerge again because they didn't get any sacks. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yep. No, definitely. 59 to. I don't know. Maybe like 31. Okay. Yeah. A, okay. a, lot, a lot of points yeah. getting scored here, right? And another game with a lot of good film for some young guys to get mm-hmm. better on. You know, unfortunately, I wish I felt better about a lot of our DBs, you know, similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that, you know, with a young quarterback, obviously he's got his brother name. He wants to live up to it. And now he's got a great team to to go build his college football lore um, against. (laughs) You know, I I think that they're just going to come out with some interesting plays and, you know, Toa Vialoga, or what's his, what's his brother's Vailoa. name? Tulua. Tulua. Tulua's brother. Is it Tulua? Tulua's brother. Yeah, I call him Tulua's brother. Tulua's brother. All the time, yeah. But nonetheless, right, he, he yeah. comes Wala. from great bones, and he, and he knows how to compete, yeah. right? So I, I, I think they're going to put up some points on him. Kalua. And, um, you know, I think we need Kalua. to answer the bell. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Tulua's brother is the main thing here. Um I mean, I look back, what, was it two years ago we beat Maryland on a two-point play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for them to win the game? I mean, 51 to 50? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. They can score some points, and now it yeah. looks as if they have a – It was ugly, Mike. I didn't watch that yeah, one. Yeah, it was Quarterback. Ugly. Oh, sorry. I, if you were there, I apologize. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. He doesn't even – He doesn't even – I, I don't even think about that kind of stuff when I'm – when I'm My memory is terrible. But I think they're a legit – doesn't it wouldn't have been accurate, Jake. Well, I think they're a legit offense. Anyway, and they're coming off of a win against a team that they – who knows if they've ever beaten Penn State before, but it's got to be a confidence builder, right? And right. they went out and they handled business. And they're looking at the Ohio State-Penn State game the week before they played them saying, we beat these guys better than these guys did. Mm. You know, why can't we play with them? I think Tua, Tua's brother – Little Tua. Little, little, Tua. little Tua. All right, little we'll Tua. go with that. Is his name not Tua? <laughs> Look, three of us. It has all the, it has those letters, letters in it, but then there's like, yeah. 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 It's Tua two. Mm-hmm. He's got a four-star receiver, which stars matter, right? I mean, he's got some players that he can go to. I, I see them scoring. I was going to say 31. Um, I came in 28. You thought that was a little high. Hey, I, I tacked on a field goal even <laughs> after you tried to talk me down. <laughs> but Give it to me, Jay-Z. Come I'm on. saying 52 okay. to 31. Wow. I, th- I, think, I, think it, I think it's still a dime. I mean, we're still winning by double digits. Yeah. But I think I think we see our secondary continue. I don't want to say the word. I don't want to use the word struggle. But I see the mature. I mean, I, I, I just I see them making some plays on our guys. I mean, it's happened in the last couple of games. I, I don't see it not happening with an offense like they they've been scoring and, and hitting on all cylinders. Who did they get beat by the first week, Maryland? Uh, they got smoked by Northwestern. Yeah, yes. that's right. I mean, absolute Bat. beat down. Breaks beating off you. They're they had to go to Midas before they could fly. But was it at, it was at Northwestern, wasn't it? Yep. yep. Yeah, so they had to go get breaks on the plane <laughs> at Midas. You know, I don't even Do know they, they sell served. those at Midas? I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was awful. Beat down by Northwestern. 47 breaks. You got those in the back. I'm about to say. So let's go. I mean, so, but this has kind of been Maryland. Maryland has a good game, and then they get the breaks beat off them. And they won last week. Who they play last week? I forget. Penn I mean, Penn State. Penn State. No, two, week two weeks ago. They, they Minnesota. 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 They played that wide. You know, and that's kind of been them, right? Like when. 
they have a lot of adversity like they're probably going to get at Ohio State. Like, how do we get off the field versus these guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's going to really have to be, do we turn the ball over and give them short fields to allow them to potentially get a league or, or, or stay yeah. with us to where that builds confidence in them? If you go take it from them out the jump like we did versus Rucker in 35-3, different ball game. So I, I kind of see like that's the key. And again, it's not like they have a ton of weapons that you have to focus in on. We know what they try to do. Yeah, they can run the ball, but more more so the passing game and keeping Tungvaluwa in the pocket. And he's a smaller guy when mm-hmm. we have bigger Small, defense line. So that's kind of what they have to do. My expectation is fifty-nine mm. to twenty. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, two fifty-nines here. Just say because I think it was a great point um, about especially what we saw. With Rutgers, I think the only reason that game was as close as it was was because Rutgers was able to keep their guys motivated with the success of those trick plays. Right. Because, like you said, with those teams that aren't necessarily as good, the whole game is dictated on early momentum. Mm -hmm. So if they think they're in it early, then they will be able to have that hope. But if you go and take it from them early on, then it's kind of like okay, well, we are playing Ohio State. You know, it is what it is. How it's supposed to go? Let's do what we can. And I don't, you know, I don't know if Maryland is. We know Shiano's creative. I don't know if Maryland's got the same kind of trick plays that'll bring that momentum back into their corner. So if they, if Ohio State can get out of their own way, this could easily go from this could easily be a blowout. But if they if they make mistakes early and uh, Maryland's able, <laughs> if you're to stop behind them the chains like drives, we were against Rutgers, and maybe they don't pick yeah. those and, up. And then they make some plays. I would say to your point too, Mike, is you got to remember what. What is Rutgers and what is a Maryland really playing for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're truly playing Fruits. to show that our yeah. culture has changed mm-hmm. and we want to keep the Maryland guys and the people in that part of the country to where they want to go to Maryland or they yeah. want to go to Rutgers. Right. That's good. Right? Like that's why Greg Shiano at halftime goes goes in and says it's a new half. Right. Like that's over. I mean, we do this for little kids, man. When we're yeah. coaching them, hey, go win the first quarter. Go, okay, hey, I know it. You know, you guys are down 12 to nothing or whatever the case may be. Hey, First half's gone. I want to see you win this quarter. Right, right now, you got to go get it. And then they did, and it was 7-6 to six in favor of Ohio State. Oh, we were one point off in that third quarter. Hey, let's go win the fourth. Four, four, right. That's how you get guys like that to buy in for four quarters mm-hmm. when you have a really good team that might – they might shift down to third gear. Mm-hmm. And their fifth gear is better than your third. But your but your fifth gear is like an eighth gear, right? You hit the turbo charge button. It's something that they can't even possess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm following the eighth gear. Everybody follow that. Anyways, that being said, like that's but that's what they're playing for. Like right. I think they that's good. you have Greg Shiano understands exactly who Rucker is. Yeah. Right? We have to go develop our guys, change the culture, bring like-minded dudes in, and can we always compete? And honestly, a win is what we saw of Indiana last year. A win is going to a bowl game. Yeah. Now you have yeah. Indiana this year beating – they've never beaten uh-huh. Penn State and Michigan in the same year. Nope. right? They beat us in, in, Penn, in Michigan. I don't even know if Penn State was in the league at that time in 1987. Last time they've ever done that. Hey, you know what we're doing in our program? We broke through last year. We went yeah. to a bowl game. How do we have some semblance of, of relevance – in the Big Ten East to potentially go to a bigger bowl. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they're playing for. That's their identity. And he's going to get paid handsomely for doing that because they know exactly who they are. Yeah. And so I think Rutgers knows that now. I think Maryland understands where they are in the landscape, and there's significantly a lot more parity outside of us 
for the other remaining six teams on our side of the conference. Maryland has, like you guys said, just a, a great bit of film and just opportunity and just expression to kind of play this week of practice off of. They get to look at the, the, the couple years back when they almost beat us. Yes. They can look at good old Indiana. I mean, not Indiana. They can look at good old Maryland. I mean, I can't. they can look at Rutgers from last week <laughs> and what they did and the fact that they're coming off a huge win against Penn State. And then um, it kind of, I kind of brought it out there is the fact that next week, as Ohio State, you're playing a top 10 opponent. You know what I mean? Not in the beginning of the season. Now we look at Indiana. We, we can't look at the next game of – being any type of consequence, we sure. got to make sure that we look sure. at Maryland knowing what they're capable of sure. to, 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 oh, to get the job going. 2020 is nuts. It's real. It's we can't even it's can't crazy, look past Maryland. It's crazy. We're latching no. on to that look, right there. That yep. is don't, don't, do it, Austin. Don't look past Maryland because Indiana. That's the crazy true. It's true. It's 100% true. It's a crazy year, man. It's just a weird year, you know? Like we're weird. Cats and dogs. It sounds weird saying it, too. That's a great point. Don't. Mar- look ahead and- to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so Maryland got some stuff in their in, in their back pocket, so it's, it's going to be true though. It's going to yeah. be something. Yeah. Top ten, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> um, You've been working on that one. Yeah. It's out. <laughs> hey, I mean, it might be in the back pocket know, for a while. Big yeah. noon kickoff and like they and marinate. Bring That's everybody crazy back. Crazy like, talk. It's good. It's going to be it. for the Big Ten East division. What are we that, talking? That they both win, handle their business, which I think that I don't have any doubts that Ohio State will do that this week against Maryland. Doug, you brought up two years ago, and it's. You know, it's, there's always a danger in that if you're using that as a, a predictor. Like, yeah, they got a wild shootout, but all the all the coaches have changed. All the yeah. the point is still the same. That Schlegs brought it up, Bennett brought it up, and you brought it up two years ago. What happened in that game early was that Maryland got confidence. They mm-hmm. hit they hit two freakishly long runs. They rushed for 300 and something yards yeah, in that I think game. Yeah, like Starland had like 290 yards rushing. Yes, in that he game. did. It was and they atrocious. believed that they could pull the upset. Yes, because they got that early. That's what you guys are talking about. That you have to take care of business early. And look. I don't have any doubts that Ohio State will do that. They did do that to Rutgers. I know Jay Z wasn't mm-hmm. fully thrilled with it, no, but thirty-five to yeah, thirty-five three is they, still yeah, they did a that big to, win. They did that to Penn State, and it, that score could have been larger. We talked about that last week, but it was still twenty-one to three or six, and you knew that that game was over. And the same thing, you know, Nebraska actually threw some punches early, but they weren't going to score again for the last forty minutes of the game. That's what I, th- I think we're going to see Ohio State's best effort this week. You guys all talked about the value of that. You've been through it. You know it better than I do. So I, I guess I'll learn my lesson and I'll not so go too truly crazy. Unless but it's against Rutgers, man. Don't let these people put you down. <laughs> well, if, don't get, don't let the Rutgers fans get you. I, here's the point. <laughs> they were never going to win 84 to nothing. I hate Rutgers. I don't understand why they're in the league. I tried to prove a point. I didn't expect that that, that score was actually going to happen. Hey, so people put money on that score. Huh? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so that's also why I didn't leave on Saturday night like, oh, man, I really thought this was going to be 84 to nothing, and they only won by 22. Like, that doesn't mean that Ohio State isn't good, and that's why mm, I couldn't right. understand. Like, yeah. I tried to prove a point, and I didn't make it very well. That was on, <laughs> that was on me. That was on you. Bro. And that was also on Greg Schiano. I would like to say. Hard. I give him credit for it. Mm. We probably could have put 80 on him. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. 35 mm-hmm. here halfway 35 there. 35 oh, yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not halfway. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Thing, but <laughs> don't worry. We talk about sports. We don't, we yeah, don't do with math. It's A-Ward sports, not A-Ward math. Schlegs, believe me, they found me on Saturday night, no problem. So I'll go 56 to 10. Uh, I do think there is a chance in that passing game where Maryland could improve on what I'm predicting there. Um, Tyreek Johnson didn't really make the most of that opportunity in the secondary. He's going to have to get better from that mm-hmm. and take that film. Um, Marcus Hooker missed a couple tackles. So that's an area where, where Maryland would concern Ohio State, but I think that they're going to be fine. Kerry Combs, I give him the benefit of the doubt more times than not. 
Uh, so 56 to 10 is what we've got. Uh, Nicole Cox made her prediction early on. Mike Bennett, Jay-Z, Justin Zwick, Evan Spencer, Anthony Schlegel, and Doug Worthington just gave theirs because this has been a fun, casual conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. As always at, Ro- at Roosters, uh, appreciate everybody for watching us as always at Letterman Row. We'll be right back here right next week. Or come on Tuesday to get some corn dogs. Yes. Two dollar corn dogs. They're worth it. Honestly, mm-hmm. you could buy twenty five of these, right? If you listen to the morning juice, we do the thing. Tomorrow, math. Here we go. Right? You could buy twenty five <laughs> of these. There's ten per. How many could you buy then? A ward math. That would equal how many? Is this your kids' math coming into our podcast? It would equal 250 because you could get 25 (laughs) and they have 10. You add the zero, 250. I wasn't even paying attention. Anthony Schlegel math at Twitter. (laughs) Schlegel mathy. He's got it going. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next week at Roosters.